eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day every day with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Julia with you. Appreciate everyone listening and following the podcast. And of course, our video feed here on 94 WIP's YouTube page, uh, which myself and Tucker Bagley will jump, uh, jump on in a few minutes, uh, bringing you podcasts and, and our, our big takes on what's going on in Philadelphia sports. And look, as we get closer to NBA free agents, we're only like two weeks away from the start of this thing. You know, the latest reports are James Harden is probably going to come back. Sixers don't really have an appetite for for this or that. I mean, it, it's pretty clear the Sixers want to bring James Harden back. I mean, that has been, it, it's always been the evidence to me because Daryl Morey's running the show. And I don't think they're going to blow it up. I don't think they're going to trade Tyrese Maxey. So as you kind of play this out, there's not many avenues for the Sixers to get better or to reshape their team. You know, they'll have about 12 million in the cap room. What's that going to get you really in the NBA? So the, the big piece they have, and, and for the first time ever, since he signed the deal, Tobias Harris and his contract actually could be viewed in a favorable way through a trade because, because it's an expiring contract. So Tobias Harris, a Tobias Harris trade really is what's on the table this offseason. It's probably the Sixers' best way to improve their team. And so I, I've, I've thought up, and, and some of these have been out there anyway, and, and they're you know, brand-new original ideas. But I've got four Tobias Harris trade ideas to talk through here. I'm going to throw one at a time out and then we'll bring Tucker on to get his, his opinion on it. Um, and I'm going to save my favorite one for last because it's a three-way trade. And I, I think it actually could make the Sixers a better and deeper team. The other ones, a uh, little bit different kind of deals. You know, one of them in terms of depth and the other ones are kind of Tobias for one other player. So let's just start with one that has been out there for a couple days. And I'll tell you, as I say it, I hate it. And that is Harris for Bradley Beal. Look, Bradley Beal is a better player. I know that. You know that. Tucker knows that. The NBA knows that. But Bradley Beal may take the mantle from Tobias Harris as having the worst contract in the NBA once Tobias Harris's contract runs out. And with the new apron in the NBA, you know, the, the second apron and the salary cap, 
if you're going to have superstars or you have players paid like superstars, they better play like it. So just a quick synopsis on, on uh, Bradley Beal. He's got four years, about $200 million left. Uh, his scoring has gone down from 30 points per game, more like the 22-23 per game range. I look at him as more of a part-time player now. He just doesn't play enough. Uh, he's better, Tucker, than Tobias Harris. And if you're telling me just for next year, like who makes the team better, yeah, it's Bradley Beal. But I, I'm a thumbs down. I, I, after all the years of Tobias, cashing Tobias in for maybe the next Tobias in terms of a, a salary, I don't want to do this. I mean, it, it makes some sense. Like I could see why it's out there. But I, I vote no to the trade that we're bringing up here. I, I would not just swap him for Bradley Beal. I, I think the Beal thing is, could be a mess. Yeah, in a vacuum for 2023, trading for Bradley Beal, I, I think, does make the team better. But I think you found the one player that I wouldn't trade Tobias Harris for because simply you look at that contract, it's making like 34% of the estimated salary cap over each of the next four seasons. You add in what Joel Embiid's going to make. Maybe Tyrese Maxey gets somewhere around $200 million over the next five or six years. Where's the rest of the money going to? And you mentioned Bradley Beal's taken a massive step backward. He's been injured a lot the last couple of seasons. He plays about 55 games a year. Now, do I think there's a fit with him, Harden, and Embiid that, that probably piques my interest a little bit? Maybe, but yeah, I, I just, given how slim the chance of Embiid and Harden winning a title in 2023, 2024 is, adding Bradley Beal, I don't think necessarily changes that to an extent where I'm willing to eat $57 million come 2027. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm out on the Bradley Beal idea. Like if, if the Sixers got him for, for nothing, sure. And and you could say in, this, in essence, Tobias Harris is nothing. But that contract will really for the team in the future. I, I, I would rather hold on to Tobias Harris for another year and just let the contract run out then give that, that that deal for Beal is a mess. All right, so the option number two here for the Sixers and a trade with Tobias Harris is Tobias Harris for Zach Levine. It is a similar situation to Bradley Beal. We're talking about a team in the Bulls that's going nowhere fast. We're talking about a player that's probably worn out as welcome and the team realizes with the money we're paying them, we're not going to win anything. Maybe we go into a full rebuild. And it's similar in that, Zach Levine has a longer-term contract, just like Bradley Beal. Now, the Zach Levine contract is not pretty, but I think it's not as bad, to put it that way. I mean, Beal's contract jumps about $57 million in the last year. So we're talking for Zach Levine. He has three years left on this deal, and I believe the last year is a player option. Now it's $48 million. He's probably going to pick that up. So the next couple of years, we're talking about um, – Actually, it's 2023-24, so he's got he's got three years and a player option. Three years and then the player option. It's a little bit similar to, to Bradley Beal. $40 million coming up this year, and then it goes up in increments, 43, 45, 48 around there for Zach Levine. Now, I do think Zach Levine is probably trending more toward – if you ask me the next three years, who scores more points per game, who is a better player, I actually think Levine has a, a chance to be better than him. Th- this one, I am – I would – it's a tepid yes. It's a tepid yes. I, I would probably do this deal. Tucker. I probably would swap Tobias for Zach Levine because I think Zach Levine – I mean, since he really took off about four years ago, he's been a pretty consistent 25-point-per-game guy. I mean, I, I probably would do this and take my chances that he continues to score. 
But this this is like not as bad as Beal. He's a couple years younger, but it's similar. You're kind of locking yourself in for three more years at least on a guy that's probably not fully worth the money he makes. Yeah, and he I don't want to say he's similar to Tobias Harris, but I think the one thing we're going to see as we continue this exercise is good players in the NBA get played like stars. I just think due to the the just the limited resources and the lacking of great talent there is, and I think we're going to see that. Maybe one day we have the discussion about Tyrese Maxey getting paid. I think he's going to fall into that category of a, a B plus player getting paid A plus money, and it's kind of how I feel about Zach Levine. I would trade Tobias Harris for him in an instant because I think he's a guy who can go out and, and get a bucket. He's able to score. At all three levels, he averaged 27 points per game a couple of years ago. It's kind of settled back down to 24, 25. But, I mean, I don't think we're going to fall in love with any of these contracts, right, to get something of value back for Tobias Harris. You're going to have to pay quite a bit, whether that be financially or with, you know, additional capital just to, to get off that contract. But I think Zach Levine might be, if not the best player you could get for him, definitely on the short list. Yeah, I think he's he probably the best single player in terms of trajectory, age, what he just did last year, they can get for Tobias Harris. Now, again, it would be locking in. This one would almost be like I'd feel better about it if they were able to get if, – if, let's imagine Harder comes back, which is kind of the premise of all this. Harder on a really short deal, one or two years. Because then you can kind of envision turning the backcourt over. Like you play one year of having three – Three guys in the backcourt, right? You can play three guards at once. It's the NBA. It's 2023. But you know, you'd have the three of Harden and and Levine and Tobias and and, and Maxi, right? So so however you want to play that, whether you know maybe Maxi's six man, maybe you play a lot of three guard lineups, small ball, whatever. But then as as kind of Harden moves out in a year or two, maybe those two with Maxi and and Levine could share the ball handling. Maybe Maxi grows into a point guard, and that that's kind of your your backcourt for a while here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, number three, and now we're going to move away from one-for-one one deals and go to a couple of deals that are basically depth. Instead of just getting one player for Tobias Harris, can the Sixers make the team better by getting multiple players for Tobias Harris? So the one that – look, the Dallas Mavericks are in a weird spot because they could lose Kyrie. They have Luka. They need other players around Luka that could shoot the ball. They miss Jalen Brunson so much, and that was such a mistake letting him go. It probably will derail Luka's chances to win, you know, win a championship in, in Dallas, and, and who knows, maybe he moves on at some point, or it takes them a long time to find the right pieces next to him. But Dallas is in a weird transition period, and I, and I wonder if Tobias, as a kind of a, a guy who has had a lot of experience with the Sixers of playing with stars, it's, it's, it's the one thing Tobias probably – you know, you could kind of give him a thumbs up for if you're another team. Like, all right, this guy doesn't mind if he shoots the ball eight times, ten times. He, you know, he, he's used to this. He's not going to come in here and complain. So the idea of swapping Tobias for a pair of contracts, both with two years left, Davis Bertans, the shooter, and I think a really good shooter, almost 
pretty much a 40% shooter from three in his career. And he hasn't played much. He's more of a, a, a lower minutes guy. He's with the Wizards and now with the Mavericks. And Tim Hardaway Jr. Both have two years left. Um, they would almost give you a year of let's break Tobias into two players instead of one. And then th they're both expiring contracts after the year anyway. So it almost – it gives you a year to see, like, does this work? And if it doesn't, a year from now, both of those guys are expiring anyway. I mean, these these are kind of role players, Tucker, that they they make the team a little bit deeper instead of having a starter. But I, I, to dump Tobias and kind of reset this thing with two contracts, and then a year from now, maybe you trade both of them. They're tradable contracts. It, it's not, like, exciting, but I think that's the kind of deal they could get for Tobias. Yeah, and I think it's probably the more realistic option. And adding someone like Tim Hardaway Jr., who I think is a pretty good backup point guard, average 14 points per game last year with the Mavericks, I think would be something that intrigues me. Because I still think, even though James Harden plays big minutes, the one thing this team has, has really sorely missed during the whole run with Joel Embiid is a secondary ball handler. They've never had a decent backup point guard. They tried bringing in George Hill. A couple years ago, that didn't work. Tyrese Maxey and Harden kind of play together a lot, so he, he doesn't really get the opportunity to. And if you make a move like this, like I don't think Bertans is going to light the world on fire. I think he averaged something like 14 minutes per game last year, but maybe gives you a chance to see if DeAnthony Melton he can play big minutes, can can be kind of the, the three in that starting lineup between P.J. Tucker and, and Tyrese Maxey. And if you're Dallas, I mean, they, they kind of tried this bringing in Christian Wood you know, bringing in a, a big man who can shoot, kind of a, a four-man. And he averaged, I think, like 17 points per game coming off the bench for them. I could see Tobias Harris being someone that maybe they they look at and say he he could at least sit in the corner and spot up for threes while Luka Doncic kind of does his thing. All right, let's get them to the final one. That's my favorite one. And I think Tucker's going to like this one too. Now, on this one, picks would probably have to be exchanged. It's a three-way trade. I imagine – the that the team let's just give the three teams it's the Sixers it's the Kings it's the Washington Wizards the Wizards would ask for a lot of picks in return to take on what they're taking on in this trade and give up what they're giving up in this trade um but I I, I do wonder you know that pick could come from the Sixers could come from Sacramento I mean the, this is the one of, the, of all the trades this is the one the Sixers might have to throw something in in terms of future pick which is not Ideal because they don't have a lot of great pick resources right now and they can't trade a first round pick till 2030. But I think you're going to like this deal. And I think this one would make the Sixers the best version of themselves for next year, a deeper team, a better team. And I just would like the way the team could be constructed with a Nick Nurse rotation if this happened. All right, three way deal. And the rumor came out yesterday the Kings are interested in Bradley Beal, trying to kind of take that next step from where they just were this year. So the Kings acquire Bradley Beal. The Washington Wizards acquire Tobias Harris and Rashawn Holmes. I mean, Rashawn Holmes is just here to, to match some salaries here. But Tobias Harris ends up on the Wizards. Obviously, Washington's going to have to get picks out of this. And the Sixers end up with Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter. Harrison Barnes has always been like the, the ideal Tobias Harris, but probably a little bit better. I mean, that's just what he is. And he's only – I was shocked when I saw that Harrison Barnes – He's only just played his age 30 season. He's been, it feels like he's been around forever. So Harrison Barnes, who is basically Tobias, but probably a little bit better. And then Kevin Herter, who is on a two-year, $14.5 million contract. I love Kevin Herter. I, I was a fan of him in Maryland. He torched the Sixers in that playoff series with the Heat a couple years ago. I think he plays with attitude. Obviously a good shooter. Can handle the ball. 
you throw him in the backcourt rotation, like your three guards are Herder along with Harden and, and Maxi. I think you have something. And I don't think you're really losing much, probably a little bit more athleticism at the three position with Harrison Moore. It's probably better suited to play a four and maybe some three guard lineups with Herder and Maxi and, and, uh, and James Harden. Tucker, what do you think? This is my favorite one. It might require a pick, but Tobias out and Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes in. Yeah, you mentioned, man, Harrison Barnes is a guy with championship pedigree. He played on Golden State until he got, you know, ousted by by Kevin Durant and has kind of, you know, traveled around since then. But he has an NBA title under his belt. He has a lot of success. And he's just a key veteran piece that, that could certainly add a lot of experience to a team that I just don't think has a lot of winners. And he's a guy who, who has won a lot in this NBA career. Then he mentioned Herter, and I kind of think back to – what J.J. Redick added to this offense and how well him and Joel Embiid ran that two-man game with dribble handoffs and everything like that. He could kind of be that guy. He's a high-volume three-point shooter, average, I think, seven or eight three-point attempts per game. Now, he only averages 10 shots per game. So if he's not shooting threes, he isn't doing much offensively. But I think adding him would, would add another dimension to this offense. And, you know, I think the one thing, maybe as we look at this team moving forward, the one thing that kind of bothered me about the Celtics series is, when that pick and roll between Harden and Embiid didn't work, that was it. Like, they had no other answer. Once Joe Missoula and that Celtics coaching staff figured out how to slow them down on the pick and roll, Sixers had no response offensively. They, they, they became stagnant. There was no ball movement. I think adding someone like Herter who, who can get off a three-point shot from pretty much anywhere and run triple handoffs and just really add another player who can create a two-man game with Joel Embiid and just give opposing defenses – another look would be incredibly valuable to this team. Yeah, I love this one. This this is my favorite one. If, if they could turn Tobias Harris into Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes, that would be a win. Like that's the kind of creative, outside the box, turn one guy who's blah into two guys that that have defined roles. And, and I like the way, you know, Tucker kind of framed what Herter could bring to the offense. I'm just, I'm a Kevin Herter fan. Red Velvet, like that guy – I and I thought he helped the Kings a lot last year. I mean, I, I think he and look at his career so far. You know, the, the the Hawks weren't doing great, and then he got them. I'm not saying he's a difference maker as a star, but he helps you win games. It kind of helps teams that are you know in the transition phase get to another level. I, I'm a Herder fan, and and like Tucker said, Barnes has a lot of experience. He's like Tobias Harris, but better. I mean, and like less annoying. I mean, that, that's the way I view a guy like Harrison Barnes. It, it might cost a pick. The Kings obviously make out with the star of this, and if they like Beal. Good for them. They have to shed salary to make it work. I, I I like that one. Barnes and Herter in. Tobias out. Beal ends up with the Kings. And uh, I think the Sixers could make out well for it. Four potential Tobias Harris trades is probably the biggest move and biggest way to improve the Sixers this offseason if Harder goes back. Appreciate everyone listening. NBA Free Agents is just two weeks away. We'll be talking a lot about it. Of course, follow, subscribe, WIP Daily, and our video feed, 94WIP. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.